Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the schoolyard. Uh, before we start, I just want to say happy early uh, St. Patrick's Day. We're not going to be able to exactly tell you on the day. Um, but today we have a special guest, the king of health and wealth, gains and making it rain, wellness and prosperity, Mr. Joe Menino. Say what's up, Joe. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. What okay. you been into? Would you? <laughs> what? That was a that was a great intro. I know. <laughs> I, I know. was not expecting that. I like the fact that you brought up the St. Patrick's Day. I didn't even realize that. I know people were celebrating that this past weekend, but you know that was not on my on my mind right now. <laughs> what do people? What, what do people even? Uh, what does St. Patrick's Day even celebrate? I'm. I've never known actually. The leprechauns, bro. St. Patrick. Isn't well, like Irish St. Patrick, Patrick Irish some how he was a Celt? It's just it's a, it seems like one of those holidays that like it's just there, but no one knows what it is. Like no no one knows what it's uh well it's for. Well they I mean, always color the river green. Well yeah, but why are they coloring it green? You get me? It's the green day. Well no, Not but like why is band. it a green day? <laughs> Not like yeah, it's like Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, it's just. But Joe, how how have you been? I've been doing good. Um, my schedule's been going good. Um, baseball's starting up soon, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, mm. still been in the gym, um, helping people out. It's been going good, man. Um, networking with people in the field that I want to get into when I'm older. I got got a few people that are near my age. Mm -hmm. um, that I'm talking to right now. Um, it's going good. Um, just exploring college options. And that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. What field, what field are you going to try to go into? Um, mainly real estate, but business on the side. I told you this guy is literally king of health and wealth gains and making it rain. This guy loves this guy. And Joe is going to make so much money when he grows up. Like it's not even, it's not even a debate. I loved how you said. Uh, I loved how you said wellness in the beginning too. <laughs> yeah, wellness and prosperity. Yes, sir. That didn't even rhyme, but you know, it just it just came to the mind. Just came to the mind. Uh, so Joe, if you don't mind, can we get uh, straight into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, you know, when I moved here, I used to I used to see pics pictures of you, right? And you were this super super skinny guy, and you did like cross country and all that. Fast forward to now. And you're literally like the most swole person in our high school. Tell me, how did, how did you do that? Well, um, you know, cross country, th those days were, you know, I, I was, I was still working out. I actually started working out when I was around 13. I was in eighth mm -hmm. grade. Um, that's why I started working out. And um, I wasn't seeing much progress, especially when I was, I was wrestling as well as cross country. So cross country was in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I was wrestling in the winter and there was really no time for my body to recover from, you know, the working out and lifting. Mm -hmm. So, um, recovery is a big, big factor in building muscle. And I just, I just didn't know what I was doing when I was 13 years old, 14 years old in the gym running all the time. I, I eventually stopped cross country when I got in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, but recovery is a big thing. And I also wasn't eating enough too. I, I just did not know anything about nutrition. And that just goes to show how, you know, nutrition is, is the staple in building a good physique. So, um, mm -hmm. I did work out. Um, I did lift weights. I did go hard, but I did not recover. I did not eat the right food. And, um, that just goes to show how big of a deal that is. Um, mm. so yeah. So when you talk about 
eating like the right foods and whatnot. See, my parents and like everyone in my family, they just say eat a lot of protein. But I'm guessing it uh there's there's a bit more that goes into it, right? Yeah, of course. Um protein is a big deal though. Um that is what builds muscle. And I would recommend if you're trying to pack on muscle, like I did not know this when I was 13, 14. If you're trying to pack on muscle, you should aim for one gram per pound of body weight of protein so let's say you weigh 150 pounds um you should be targeting 150 grams of protein per day um that's optimal for muscle growth um so yeah well i mean i i didn't i didn't know that and i'm 16 so (laughs) you obviously you want to stay away i mean you can have your cake um you can have your cookies every once in a while you shouldn't you shouldn't um totally cut that out but it's definitely not going to help when you're trying to build muscle, that's for sure. You do need carbs. You need good carbs um, to go along with the protein um, to get the glycogen in your muscles. So um, I would stick to good, healthy foods and a lot of protein and eventually have that cookie or cake. Mm-hmm. So wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Last year, I could have sworn that you said, like you, you, you eat some pretty unorthodox things for breakfast, right? Like didn't you have like rice and chicken for breakfast? Um. Well, yeah, yeah I remember so- that. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I, sometimes, that. sometimes do st- I do, um, but that was mainly for lunch. So what I would do is I would um, buy two rotisserie chickens at Walmart every week and I would, I would have a bag of rice and I would make that on Sunday and every, I would meal prep. So I'd have containers, I would put the chicken in, I would put the rice in, I put it in the fridge and then every day for lunch, I would, you know, put one of those containers in my lunchbox. And I would have a lot of protein and and some good source of carbs uh, mm. for lunch. So, and it was pretty healthy. I knew what I was eating for lunch every day. Um, as breakfast goes, I would eat that sometimes um, if I was feeling kind of lazy, you know, just um, <sighs> grab something out of the fridge. But for breakfast, I would normally eat um, leftovers for dinner or leftovers mm. from dinner. So my parents would make, you know, let's let's say pasta or stuffed peppers or something like that. I would I would, you know I'd heat it up in the morning and and eat it. So yeah, I've you, you got to get your calories in if you're trying to build muscle. And I, I was doing that and I was eating a lot of protein. So, um, I can remember one time I had, <laughs> one time I had octopus for breakfast. It was like oh, after, yeah. <laughs> after like Christmas Eve or something, and I had some leftover octopus and I, I was just chowing that down in the morning. It was, it was, it was awesome. Is Put a little lemon on. <laughs> what? Is octopus gross? I've never had it. It's, it's, it's actually not that bad, dude. Really? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, so, I've had calamari, but that doesn't count as octopus, right? That's just squid. Yeah, that's what squid. is calamari. It I'm is so. Yeah, I'm so lost in the seafood <laughs> category. <of food. laughs> have do you not have it often? I mean, I'll eat sushi every now and then, but like, I've never had sushi. I mean, that's that's like the only my favorite food. Really, I mean, raw fish is just something that I don't find, you know appealing i mean it's raw yeah. like not even cooked like it's it's, it's disgusting <laughs> so, um uh being that you have like a, a busy schedule right yeah how do you uh make time to still like uh do go to the gym and like do all your stuff well i do um i do wake up early um normally around 4 45 in the morning. Um, that's when I get a lot of my homework and studying in and the bulk out, um, for the day. Um, I also read in the morning. 
Um, and I, I really prioritize my time during school. Like you won't really see me in my phone a lot during school. You'd see me, you know, kind of catching up on work on my computer, especially with COVID. Um, you have your computer right there at all time of the day. So, um, you know, I'm on my computer, I'm getting my work done after school baseball. I would normally go to the gym before baseball. Then I would practice at night. Um, and then I would have other things to do, obviously, but I would find time for it. It's all about prioritizing your time. And whenever you have free time, you got to think about, you know, what could I be doing right now instead of watching TV, that kind of thing. Mm. So, or what could I be doing right now instead of going on Snapchat? And you'll also see that I'm not really on social media that much because it's interesting how, you know, that, that really can take a chunk out of your day. Like, especially um, the thing that came out on Netflix, the social dilemma or something like that. Um, it talked about how much time you're wasting and how, like how, mindless that can be so um i try to limit social media to like 25 30 minutes a day if that um it's just it's just a time killer so um when you prioritize the things that you're doing it's it's easier to see the time come in and um Mm -hmm. that's just kind of that's kind of how i make time and also um i found too i can work out within 45 minutes if i really needed to so I could work out within two hours or 45 minutes, depending on how rushed I am. I just kind of train myself to do that. And when you're crunched on time, you're kind of forced to do that. So um, mm. that's kind of what I do. Yeah. See, I have a question and I actually have a response. The social media thing that you said was literally, it's so true because, and here's the thing, here's how they get you sucked in. They have these infinite scrolls where if you don't if uh if you don't stop yourself you will continue doing it forever yep. and so many people just get sucked into that and then they waste their time the minutes the seconds turn to minutes the minutes turn to hours and then the entire day is gone and it's it just crazy. it's crazy that like that's what are you doing for six hours on instagram a day what are you doing for eight hours on it's it's it is insane exactly like that's like, why do with that time is is nuts exactly like that's why <laughs> i had instagram last time i had instagram like a personal instagram was like the sixth grade because i realized that like it wasn't fulfilling like it was just i wasn't doing anything important or anything i was just wasting my time um okay and then the question that i had is um when you're waking up at these 445 times right how much sleep are you getting um, well, most days I will go to sleep around nine o'clock. Okay. Um, so around seven hours and 45 minutes. Seven hours. Okay. Normally right. I'll go, actually, I'll go to bed a little earlier than that sometimes when I don't have baseball. So if I'm not doing anything at night, I'll really prioritize my sleep because what else are you do? What else are you really doing productive after seven 30 at night? If you're not playing a sport, like, or you're not doing rocket homework. league with you're, the boys, rocket league with the boys or <laughs> night. And uh, no, not scrolling, through, scrolling through TikTok. Um, so, like, what are you really doing after seven thirty? That's productive. That's that's kind of how I look at it. And you know, if you're not going to be doing anything productive, why not just go to bed and yeah. recover from your Get, workouts? Okay? Yeah, it's crazy because I mean, this is, I it's honestly a connection to social media again. Most kids our age go to sleep at uh, like that twelve a.m. point. And they'll wake up in the morning and they'll be like, oh, my God, why am I so tired? School is too early. But the reality of the situation is that school isn't too early. What's happening is you're just going to sleep way too late. Because, I mean, literally, 
unless there's homework and you shouldn't have homework. If you get, let's say you get home from a sport, like, I don't even know. Uh, your homework shouldn't be taking you till midnight. It's cause, cause all that means is that you're not uh, managing your time correctly. And that's. Are you saying that I don't manage my time correctly, Gabe? I mean, does that apply to you? It does directly. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm yeah. a procrastinator, dude. Okay. Well, well, but, but Gabe, what a truth bomb that was. I mean, <laughs> every, everything, every, it, it, it's, it's so true, man. Um, you know, everyone, everyone's complaining how school starts that early. I mean, in reality, it's not that early. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's, I mean, it's doable. If you're a teenager, I mean, of course your sleep pattern, um, you know, you like to wake up a little later as a teenager, but what I have found is my sleep schedule adjusts when, like, if I would stick to a sleep pattern, my, my schedule would adjust and I would exactly. feel fine. I feel fine at like 6am. I'm ready. I'm like really ready to go. You know, yeah. So it all depends on like how you prioritize your sleep and you know when you wake up consistently. Yeah, because I mean, I've been taking early bird right, and I wake up at five thirty to make my breakfast and all that. And if Justin, for example, were to take that class for one day, he would really struggle. He would probably really struggle waking up at that time. But since no, 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 no. what? I would yeah, not would. struggle. Yeah, you would. No, no, no. Yes, you would. I would be perfectly fine game. No, but as I was saying, <laughs> since um, I've been taking it and my sleep cycle has been adjusting to it, I would be perfectly fine. Like that's the same reason why when you're uh, when you have an alarm, sometimes your body wakes you up before the alarm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, I mean, Justin, what's what's your viewpoint on it? Um. Well. So I go to sleep when I'm tired. And when is that? I don't know. It depends on the day. It's usually sometimes it's like I like it. Sometimes it's like 930. Sometimes it's 10. And then sometimes it's like two in the morning. <laughs> mm. that's, that's kind of whack. I don't yeah. know how someone would go like – I don't know how someone would go to sleep at two in the morning and then wake up at like. It's just like I'm not tired. It's just like the amount of energy that I have at that time. I don't know how. See, honestly, science studies would probably say it's like, you know what blue light is? Yep. I got no, the glasses on no. right now. <laughs> yeah, my glasses are also blue light. It's like I don't wear glasses. I glasses are for cool or for uh, cool people. I mean, I have some cool shades. I have Cap. my Tommy Hilfiger shades, 10 Cap. bucks at Ross. Oh, that's a deal. That's a deal. But, <laughs> but it's also blue light because when you look at a screen for a long time, then you get the blue light and then your eyes, like they, uh, they become more open. And so then you can't go to sleep, you know? I thought you were going to say they dilate. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. So, we already know you're swole. We already know that you're, I mean, you, you, you're a pretty competitive person, right? Joe? Absolutely. Yoked. Yeah. All right. Incredibly competitive. Uh, do you, do you plan on entering any like weightlifting competitions in the future or have you already? Yes, actually I did. I entered one in February through my gym, oh. um, MPG fitness, and it was pretty good. Um, 
it was very fun. I got to test my limits there. And I'm also doing another one through my gym um, in June. Oh, so okay. I, I'll, I'll improve for that one a little bit more and see, see what heights I can hit. Um, so, hit that. so a weightlifting competition, does it just work like, let's say there's a weight class, just the person who weighs, who uh, lifts the most from that weight class, basically? Yeah, that's correct. But this last one, um, there weren't really like as many people as we thought were going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really have any weight classes. Mm. So kind of just like you, you were just there kind of. <laughs> oh, so they did, but did they crown any like winners or anything? No, no, they did not. But Caden McCombs actually, um, if, if any of you guys know him, he is, yeah. a, he is a monster and <laughs> he, he actually came in first uh, and wow. he, he is just nuts. I mean, he never got crowned anything, but he was in first for sure by, by a decent margin. See, like all these people that go to the gym, like you and Caden and all these other people, it just, it really represents a sense of dedication that honestly, most people don't have like me. I mean, I don't have it towards the gym, but I think I do have it towards other stuff, but like, it's beautiful. Cause it just shows that if you really work at something, right you can actually achieve um, your goal. Cause I mean, Joe, you were really, you were really skinny cut cross country boy. And I mean, look at you now, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's true. I mean, dedication is, it's kind of rare. Um, it's kind of rare, especially in the gym. That's, that's what need That's what's needed for results. I mean, people just do not want to put in the work and yeah. you know, the people, you, you, the people at the gym, I mean, some, their work ethic is insane. And I mean, I don't think people understand how, how hard you have to actually work to achieve, you know, to lose that extra 10 pounds, to lose the extra pound, the extra two pounds. It's just the small margins. It takes a lot of work, but it is worth it. And um, so if you're, if anyone's struggling with, if, with weight loss, I mean, just, just dedicate yourself to the gym, just dedicate, even if it's 30 minutes a day, that's something. And you got to stay consistent over a long period of time and you will reap the reward. So you know, dedication is, it's, it's rare, but it's, it's definitely achievable and, and everyone has it inside them. It's just no, not many people bring it out and actually utilize dedication. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, Joe. it's also like, uh, Oh, go Joe. I have a question. Go for so, it. So for the, like the beginners, like, what would you say? Like, if like they're embarrassed of like how much they're lifting, don't be embarrassed because honestly, honestly, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares when you're at the gym. They're just, they're, they're kind of ego. They're focused on their self. Really. That's really what it is. Nobody's worried about you. And, um, I would just say, go for it, go to the gym. Don't worry about what weights you're using. Just focus on your form when you're beginning and just push yourself to your limit every day. And eventually, you know, those weights will start going up and, you know, not many, nobody cares really. I mean, I, I don't really care what other people are doing. You know, I'm just worried about getting better. And the thing is you have to work on, you have to know that you are getting better every week, every month, you have to compete against yourself. You don't compete against the guy that's 300 pounds bench pressing 600 pounds. If if that makes sense. So um, you got to compete against yourself. That's how you win. And if you can continue to compete against yourself and eventually that's going to prosper. So Joe, are you really telling me, right? Let's say I'm going, I'm going to the gym and this, I mean, just, this is a, this is a true story. I mean, Justin knows this. I can't lift whatsoever. 
like whatsoever. I I don't even know. Did I I I ben, I benched the bar. I, I don't know if I could You did bench the bar. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, I'm pretty no, I'm <laughs> Um you really tell me no one's looking. No one's looking. Yeah, they're looking. They're looking. Um but they don't care. Mm. So there's nothing to worry. There's nothing to worry about, really. I mean, people are going to notice that you're lifting the bar. People, I mean, it they're not going to care. I what I started doing though, when I was 13, I was working out in my basement. And that's just what I, that's just what I had. And then when I went to the gym, I started going to the gym when I was 14, like MPG fitness. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I wasn't lifting a lot and I didn't really care. Honestly. I mean, I was just going there. I was wearing a hoodie. You couldn't even tell how much muscle I had. So I was just going in there competing against myself, working hard every day or every, you know, six days a week, not every day, taking off day guys. Um, Mm. and, (laughs) um, and just competing with myself, wear a hoodie. If you're, if you're kind of self self-conscious about, you know, how you look and just continue to put in the work and eventually you will see, you will see progress. Yeah. And so, uh, speaking of self-consciousness about, you know, like the self, um, if I'm, I think I'm pretty sure you know about this. If I'm, let's say someone's trying to lose weight, how, how do they go about doing that? It, it doesn't just have to be weightlifting. It could be just the gym in general. How do they, and eating, how, how, how do they go about doing that? Okay. Um, losing weight is not rocket science. It is one of the, it is very, very, very simple. The way you lose weight and fat weight could, weight could fluctuate. So I think you guys should worry about losing fat because, you know, one day you could go to bed 158 pounds. Next day you wake up 151 pounds, but you have the same amount of fat, but weight and fat, you have to eat less calories than your body burns, less calories than your body burns in a day. Um, so let's say your body burns 2,500 calories and you can find out, you know, generally how, how many calories your body burns, um, through online calculators, um, Mm -hmm. that we can link, um, in the description. Um, but let's say your body burns 2,500 calories a day. All right. In order to lose a pound a week, which is equivalent to 3,500 calories, you would have to eat 2000 calories a day to lose a pound of fat a week. Mm. Now you may lose more or less depending on how much water weight you have in you. But if you cut your calories, it's called a calorie deficit. If you cut your calories, 500 calories a day for a week, you will lose a pound of fat. Mm. That is how you go about weight loss. And, you know, that might be tough for a lot of people eating 500 less calories, but Mm -hmm. eating, eating less calories doesn't mean you're eating less food. If that makes sense, you have to avoid the high calorie dense food, like donuts. Like it takes up a small space. Donuts are so good though. Yeah, but (laughs) how could you? (laughs) There's got to be some sort of sacrifice there. Um, but you can you can eat donuts and lose weight. You just have to be very smart about it. But for example, a donut is a high calorie dense food. It is a small area that has like 300 calories in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very tasty. Let's say you pop your own popcorn, which I do. You can pop a huge bowl of popcorn, okay? Air pops, just with salt on it, you know, no butter, mm-hmm. because that's high calorie dense food too. A lot of calories in a little spot. But popcorn, air pop popcorn, it is called a low calorie dense food. It is a big space with not a lot of calories. And that those kinds of foods will fill you up and you will not want to eat. 
Whereas a donut, you're more hungry after you eat it. Mm, and you're going to want to eat more. I feel more. that. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah that. Justin. You really know so, your stuff, Joe. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to eat the low calorie dense foods, like the popcorns, the huge salads, like oh, a head of lettuce, like 50 calories. That's going to fill you up. You're not going to want to eat more. And you can even throw in, you know, some radishes, some whatever you like and um, your, your favorite salad dressing, no ranch, no seeds, just like a light, a light dressing on your salad. You got a lot of food there. It's going to keep you full. You're not going to want to eat a donut after that because you're going to be bloated as hell. And um, so you got to eat the low calorie dense foods. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is how it's done. The low calorie dense foods versus the high calorie dense foods. So you want to stay away or limit the high calorie dense foods and eat more of the low calorie dense foods. Um, so yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's how you do it. And, um, another example would be, you guys all know Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Mm-hmm. They felt, you know, like in the pints. That I never had it pint, actually. What? I never had it actually. It, it's pretty good. But <laughs> that little pint has like a thousand calories in it. Okay. That is a lot of calories for that, for that little wow. amount of ice cream. Now, wow. one of, one of the recipes that I use when I was trying to shred down was protein ice cream. I basically put a little no, bit of that's xanthan a thing. Gum, protein ice cream, man, a little bit of xanthan gum, um, two scoops of protein, um, some frozen berries, um, ice and a little bit of milk in a blender. I would blend that thing till you couldn't blend it anymore. The xanthan gum makes it expand and get bigger. And there is, it is like four liters of ice cream and it is like 300 calories. Mm. Compare four liters to a pint that is a thousand calories. It is just ridiculous. And it tastes so good. You can add some like low calorie sweetener in there if you're trying to cut. Um, But I'm not a doctor. So, I mean, if you're consult your doctor about these ingredients, but I'm, I'm sure they're fine, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not really liable for that. If you actually try it, but I've, <laughs> I've had no, I've, I've had no problem with the xanthan gum and um, all that kind of stuff with the sweeteners and stuff. So um, I would have that protein ice cream. It tastes so good. There's a lot in there. It, it bloats you and you don't want to eat. You mm. don't want to eat after that. And it tastes amazing. And after you have the Ben and Jerry's, you're like, mm, I can probably eat a lot more food in an hour this no you're you're done for like at least five hours it's, gotcha. it's all about the low calorie dense foods and if you're wondering um what kind of low calorie dense foods there are a lot of fruits and vegetables are low calorie and and they're dense um but a lot of people say eh, i don't like i don't like vegetables well i mean vegetables are going to be your new best friend <laughs> for, at, <laughs> for at least a few months so um you're gonna have you're gonna get uh, have to get used to used to eating some vegetables and, and fruit, but you can season it. You can do other things. I mean, but you got to eat the low calorie dense foods because you will not be able to lose weight if you're eating peanut butter all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, but quick tip, um, there's something out there called powdered peanut butter. It's basically like peanut butter in powdered form with all the fat out of it. You basically take a couple tablespoons, mix it with a little bit of water and it turns into peanut butter it's it's high protein like 70 calories per two tablespoons and regular peanut butter is like 200 calories per two tablespoons so um 
if you're struggling and you really like peanut butter, go for the powdered peanut butter. It's mm. it's a great option. Um, a lot of protein. Spread that on some rice cakes, low calorie dense foods, rice cakes, and you know, put it on there instead of peanut butter. You already saved yourself 300 calories, and um, instead of putting it on bread, you probably saved 800 calories, and now you're losing over a pound a week just by mm-hmm. doing that, mm-hmm. and you're less hungry. All right, so let's step away from the fitness and the weightlifting and all that. Let's go into our last topic. It's completely different. Joe, if the world were to end tomorrow, what would you do on your last day? That is a tough one, man. (laughs) Spend time with my family. That's what I would do. That's a good answer. What about you, Justin? I wouldn't... I would literally do all the things that I haven't done throughout my life. Like what? Like, I don't know, like skydive, like like In do stuff day. that I wouldn't normally do that might kill me. Mm, I see. You know? Nice. Like, <laughs> like you under you get me, right? I do, but I do. Like like dangerous stuff. Like not like like I go skydiving and like the the fun stuff. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also spend time with family because that's a good one, Joe. Mm. Well, there's no no since no one will ask me for my answer, I'll just I'll just say Gabe, it. Gabe, how about you? Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um I would spend time with family, but like I'd also I'd also probably try and like escape into nature and just vibe there, you know. Till to the world were to end, because I mean, nature is so peaceful and calm. You know, like I, I feel like I could just go there, and it's just retreat from all the problems. You get me? Yep. Yeah. I got you, man. But hey, uh, so we're gonna wrap it up there. Once again, thank you, King of Health and Wealth, Gains and Making It Rain, Wellness and Prosperity, Mr. Joe Menino. Thank you, Justin, for co-hosting, and yes, thank sir. you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you guys next week.